This episode is brought to you by Dex's Diner, Coruscant's premier dining experience. Come get some grub, have a good time, and let Dexter Jetster fill you in on them cloners. It's an instinct, a feeling. The podcast brought us together. We're not alone. Good people will listen if we record for them. People keep telling me they know of my podcast. No one does. But I do. Long have I waited. And now your coming together to record is your undoing. Welcome back to episode 32 of Voice the Rebellion. I think this is season four now with all the breaks we've had. I think so, yeah. So I was off in Korea for uh, about nine months, but we've finally yeah. gotten back I, together. I looked at the dates for the last episode and it was late October. Oh. <laughs> so it's been a full oh, year. Been a year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's just skip right to the news. There's so much to cover. Yeah. Uh, first off, it's been revealed there is, in fact, an Obi-Wan show yes, in development. It, it's only going to be like five episodes. Yeah, the first but season. I, I'm fine with So that. it's basically a mini-series. Yeah. Uh, but I'm totally in favor of this. I've always talked about how much yeah. I just want to see. And Ewan McGregor is now actually older than Alec Guinness was when they made... What? You look up the dates. What? Yeah. Alec Guinness just how? aged really poorly. No. How old is Ewan McGregor right now? I don't know. He's in his 50s. This... But so is Alec Guinness. He was only in his 50s? Yeah. Alec I don't Guinness believe is, you. I don't believe you. I don't know. I may be completely wrong. But Fact check yeah. us on that one, please. All right. So, uh, uh, yeah. So anyways. it looks like it's... I, I'm perfectly... And apparently uh, Ian McGregor's been lying for four years. Yeah, because like, he knew all along they would do that. Either, yeah. <laughs> um, didn't they hire some, uh, some uh, shot writer, director for him? I think so, but I'm not sure. Yeah, sure. Let me know. We also have the Mandalorian show coming in just a few days. Yeah, uh, I'm going to try to have this episode up, and it should easily be up before that comes out. So Friday, perhaps one of our upcoming episodes will need to basically just talk about the the problem is I think yeah. it's also coming out week by week. Yeah, so we aren't going to be able to talk. <laughs> basically, about it all our, our new segments will just be Mandalorian reviews. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I am I am excited for the show. I don't. I mean, I've never liked that aspect of Star Wars as much. Mandalorians just themselves like, don't interest me. Bounty yeah. hunters do, but Mandalorians well, themselves even so. bounty hunters don't really interest me. But what I am interested in is the the time period they're doing it in, yeah. which is right after Return of the Jedi. Did they say how many years after Return of the Jedi? I think pretty quickly. I think it's just yeah. a couple years. Because I want to see if they touch on anything as far as the formation of the new governments. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what the world is like in the in the wake of the Empire being gone. It seems from the trailers that it looks like by removing the Empire, it's created anarchy in the galaxy. Yeah. And so the Re- Republic's going to have to sort of show up and bring about order. But meanwhile, you've got chaos in the galaxy as people have been able to go yeah. around 
them do whatever they want. Which is interesting because, I mean, in the in the books that they've released, they said that the Republic was more demilitarized. Yeah, because they didn't want to be like the Empire. So, yeah. so, so, it, did they leave the? Outer is the new Republic like even worse than the old Republic? Then, like, as far oh. as just letting like slavery happen on Tatooine, for instance, That's like good question, like just letting any bounty hunter do whatever they want. Like, yeah, if there's no like police force. Yeah. It's possible. It's probably more lawless than yeah. And it's not like it's not like yeah. Luke formed a bunch of Jedi who went off and were going right. Luke clearly had no idea what he yeah. was doing. Keepers, yeah. Because <laughs> um, hmm. yeah, and he didn't even do that for a while. I don't know why he yeah. waited so long too. Yeah, I know. There's so much ground to cover in that time period. I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Mandalorian should be good. So we'll talk more about that as it actually airs. Yeah. Um, last piece of big news before we get to the trailer. Um, Feige is coming to Star Wars. Yes. Which always makes sense. Yeah. They were always going to do that. Now, is the question is, is Feige no longer going to be running the Marvel stuff? Or is he doing Marvel and It sounds like he's pulling back from Marvel a lot. Because okay. that had to do with um, why Spider-Man was possibly not going to be in the MCU anymore. Mm-hmm. It was like Feige could no longer like make sure they weren't going to F it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> like Sony. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know what that even means for Star Wars, if anything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's a great producer for Marvel, but that doesn't necessarily translate. There was news today. um, He didn't put it on the the script, but um, Bob Iger said that with Star Wars, less is more. Less is more, yeah. So he's not planning on having as heavy a release schedule as, say, Okay, um, it's weird because, like, just last month they said, like, every other Christmas... Yeah, but I, but I think that that's what, but what he means is compared to Marvel. Yeah, which has three years yeah, sometimes. I'm fine. I think Star yeah. Wars is great being every other year. Like, yeah. That gives us time to like really anticipate the next thing. Yeah. Whereas Marvel, it's like, oh, what's next? Oh, what's next? Oh, what's Do you next? think that Feige would try to push it into a Marvel-like style where like you have these separate films I with separate think, stories that eventually converge? I don't think so because in the end, yes, Star Wars is kind of a bunch of genres mashed together. But you couldn't if you did three Star Wars films every single year. Yeah, like in the end, well, they're all. I mean, even if it was an every other year yeah. schedule, if it was like every other year, just a standalone Star Wars film. Yeah, because they also news is that they've scrapped the um, Benioff and Weiss. Yeah, they scrapped yeah. their trilogy. Yeah, although I don't know what. I also don't know what's happening with Ryan Johnson's trilogy. It sounds they, like Disney doesn't even know what they want to do. <laughs> Which is a problem, yeah. Um, and I, I don't think that's Kathleen Kennedy's fault. I think it's Disney sort of trying to figure out how they want to take this. Yeah, well, I think ever since because, Solo didn't do as well at the box yeah. office, they're like, I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah, but in the end, Solo did make back all of its money. Yeah. So it's it's not a losing franchise. No, but also, no, 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 no. Also, I think that Marvel also, even though Star Wars is Star Wars is much more of a cultural icon than Marvel. Marvel also makes them so much more money. Yeah. So they'd rather focus their their stuff there and sort of let Star Wars be sort of this um, prestige. Yeah. Um, I prefer quality yeah. over quantity. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. I don't. The one thing is I don't see. Stars being well done in the Marvel way because I don't think Stars is like a. I mean, Marvel is done that way because it's literally from comics. Like yeah. you have heroes who converge in these big stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stars feels like it's got to be more of a linear storytelling. Well, with and, like a big story wire. And with it coming from comics, you have a dozen issues coming out every single week. 
So yeah. comic book fans getting inundated with all kinds of stories is expected. Yeah. Whereas like Star Wars yeah. was never that. I would rather they craft a well-planned new trilogy that I think a bunch of standalones. Yeah. That makes sense. So. All right. Let's get into right. the trailer. We're going to play the audio here of the trailer. And then after that, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about it a little bit. Yeah. It's an instinct. A feeling. The force brought us together. We're not alone. Good people will fight if we lead them. People keep telling me they know me. No one does. Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. Confronting fear is the destiny of a Jedi. Your destiny. undergrowth it looks to me in my opinion i think that that is endor well the forest moon of endor yeah not the gas giant <laughs> well, endor is actually um and then she jumps and yeah. it's i a- i like the callback um when she's jumping in this wreckage um yes, yes, yes. to her jumping in force awakens yeah like she's come this far and that's a common motif um to kind of return back to your original yeah. origins like when luke went back to tatooine and return of the jedi yeah it's, that's it's the hero's journey yeah. yeah so that's what i i appreciate the like mm-hmm. she's so much more than a scavenger now but this is kind of her roots yeah um and then i, I don't know if that's Andor though i it, the, it feels a little too on the nose to me like except like like why because of the death star but they've already revealed that the Death Star is on a different planet. I know, but we'll get to that once, once right. the planet shows up. Um, when we see the rebels all hanging out underneath the blockade runner, that jungle planet 
looks much more like we're looking at Yavin 4. And there is some... So you think that's separate than the the first scene with Ray? Maybe? I don't know. (laughs) Well, the the thing is also is that there's um, some thought that the wreckage we're seeing is the wreckage of Death Star 1. But we see the Emperor's throne room. No, they've they've clarified it's the Death Star 2. Which I actually... I understand why they're doing it, but I think if you look at, like, ring theory, it would be cooler if it, like, the story ends with how it began with the yeah, first Death yeah. Star. But that's all right. Uh, Lando's hanging out underneath the blockade runner wearing his costume <laughs> from Solo. I just, I can't wait for every single scene with Lando because yeah, he's yeah. just so infectious. Like, he's, yeah. like I, I picture him there being like, hey, guys, remember that time I blew up the Death Star? And they're like, we know, like, we know. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we get to see Rose, which I was excited about because Rose has not been in as much promotional no, stuff. No, well, I think they, unfortunately, she didn't get much positive feedback. And the then the fanboys were yeah. terrible so to her. They probably downgraded her character a bit. Which sucks. But um, but then we also get to see um, Dominic Monaghan, um, who was Mary in Lord of the Rings. He's there. Standing right behind him. And her. he was in Lost, which J.J. Abrams actually worked with him. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. That's, that's why they yeah. brought him in, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, you've got uh, the big old water planet. Oh, by the way, yes. um, before the water planet, and we see the shot of the Tanov uh, ship. Yes. Um, first off, that's not the Tanov that we see in A New Hope. Okay. Because they've clarified that that was, like, Dissembled by the Empire because they captured it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but secondly, it's like flying low over the. I think the they're showing it because it's going to play an integral role in the movie. And I picture actually the Rise of Skywalker ending with a shot of just the Tan of Four flying through space because that's how it began. Oh uh, yeah, um, yeah. With uh, in a New Hope mm-hmm. again, yeah. I, I want to pull in as much Ring Theory as possible because yeah. I can't. Yeah. Obsess with it. <laughs> if Ring Theory was a drug, I'd be <laughs> coked out. <laughs> Um, we've got the, um, the big water planet, which mm-hmm. they've announced is called Kefbeer. Burr. Kefbeer. 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 K-E-F space B-I-R. <laughs> Kefbeer. Kefbeer. So. I hope it's beer. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe that's what the water is. Uh, so it's an oceanic moon is what they say. Now, it, them calling it a moon, I think is interesting. Because we know that there well, are... Nine moons around yeah. Endor. Yeah, so it's clearly one of the Endor moons. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. thinking. Is that when it blew up, it didn't it didn't rain down and slaughter all the Ewoks and turn the entire place into a nuclear winter, like a lot of people have said happened to the forest moon. Instead, <laughs> it maybe so crashed dark. over the ocean moon that we just never saw. I never even considered that. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> yeah all those Ewoks are dead. And besides all the nuclear radiation that rains down on them. Yeah, because it's a giant, isn't it just like a, basically a giant lightsaber crystal inside? Yeah. Surely that's radioactive. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, just an explosion that size is going to have some radiation. Yeah, all those Ewoks are dead. So instead, (laughs) it crashed over this oceanic moon. And um, what's interesting is that it has a name because the forest moon yeah, didn't have there's just no it was just the forest, forest moon of Endor. Now, of course, it's now been like years and years and years, so yeah, it would make sense. I mean, maybe it had a name and maybe, they just didn't care. Yeah, maybe the forest moon now does have a name. Um, 
you know, after years, like now, now, you know, they have tourists go to it and stuff. And the rumor is, is that the, the new character, um, I can't remember her name. Um, uh, Zori. Zori. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. no, You're talking about Jana? Jana. Yes. Zori is Carrie Russell's character. Uh, the other, what was it? What do you say her name was? Jana. Jana, yes. The, you're talking about the woman with, like, the crossbow and the... Yeah. Like, riding the horse. Um, and riding the horse, yes. Yeah. That she is from Kafbir, is what some of the rumors have been. Okay. Is but Oshie... Like, well, I guess... They've just shown a lot of images of her riding the horse, and so yeah. I feel like she's, like, got some familiarity with them. And I don't know if an oceanic yeah. moon is very good for horses. Yeah. <laughs> Now of course, like, like aqua horses. Now of course, Earth technically should be like an oceanic planet because we have seventy percent of it covered in it's water. True. So, yeah, so maybe true. it's maybe it's not all ocean. It's just yeah. very oceanic. It's like yeah. Earth. Yeah, but you know, stars is it's like only one. Yeah, no, I know. O- only one. <laughs> so yeah, so she's probably not from there. But um, so they they're fighting on the outside and there's a big huge fight on the outside and the poster shows them fighting on the outside so i feel like that's like their big final confrontation yeah or at least we'll be outside of it at least between them yeah um now the uh the symbolism i think of all the water though mm-hmm. is very much things are changing and, and it so, is if you we go into your obsession with ring theory mm-hmm. a giant them fighting over a bunch of water is linked to Mustafar. Right. It's the same lava. over yeah. lava. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, the waves crashing. It's just like the lava crashing. Yeah. And, There's this really yeah. cool shot of these TIE fighters flying towards mm-hmm. a, a giant... Um, I mean, it looks like a... It, it's a planet. Yeah. It's not... No, because the, the icebergs in the bottom do not match the ones in the top. Yeah. So it's not just over it's water. It's literally it's just a this giant iceberg. Ice. So is it... So is it's it a, not a spherical planet. No, it's it, it seems like what it is is it's probably a ice asteroid. Okay. But what don't... You know... Wouldn't even, like, giant asteroids oh, have no. their own gravity? Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, then we also see this throne that looks a little bit like Snoke's. Looks a little bit like the Emperor's, but it's got these big giant spikes coming out the back, mm-hmm. and also is um, all slashed up. So, my theory—I don't know if they'll go full expanded universe on this—but it reminds me a lot of Bis, which is a planet in the deep core that the Emperor had um, had a cloning facility and had cloned himself. Mm-hmm. And in the Dark Empire series, Luke goes to confront the Emperor there, this young Emperor, and becomes his disciple and basically temporarily falls to the dark side so that he can yeah. get close to the Emperor to kill him. Uh, wouldn't that upset all the fanboys? Luke doesn't go to the dark side. Ever. Luke is perfect always. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I mean, it could be this, but also it could be um, in the, they showed in the... Um, well, no, they actually did the least name of this planet, too. Oh, did they? Um, or they didn't say it was, maybe they said it was a planet? I'm not sure. It was like Kijimi or something like that. Okay. Um, so they have a name for it. Okay. It's not this. Well, then what I'm guessing is... <laughs> We're going to re-record this. It's on the, um, it could be in the unknown regions, yeah. because what was established in the Aftermath series was that the Empire, the remnants of the Empire fled to the unknown regions at the orders of... Um, the the emperor, 
and his um, his first order to this new group was to flee to the outer, and that's where they grew, yeah. drew their also, names from. This throne is from the original Graf of Cori. Oh yes, the artwork. Yeah, um, it was the original throne they were going to do in Return of the Jedi. Because the original, yeah. originally, they were actually going to have um, it take place. The throne room was actually going to be on Coruscant, mm-hmm. and the second Death Star was going to be built, over, like hovering over Coruscant. So they'd done all the character, the concept artwork for this whole like planet city, but then they realized how expensive that was going to be. <laughs> like, so nope. Um, and actually, sorry, since we um, we haven't even talked really about what the quotes people were saying. Yeah. Um, when Ray is saying um, her thing about how no one knows her, yeah. and then Kylo Ren's like, but I do. Yeah. Um, I actually love that because Kylo is the only one who's literally been in her mind yeah. in Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. And they're, and then, of course, they had the whole mind link in Last Jedi. They're yeah. so linked. It, it, it makes it hard for me to believe that they're going to, like, fight each other so viciously because they have this like sense of empathy, I think for one another. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. But like, she cut him off at the end. Of- I know it's true. And you see this anger in her face in the trailer. Yeah. But it's just, I, I gotta see that set up because it, yeah, it's hard for me to be like, Oh yeah. They, they hate each other now. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. They, like, even though he's done these terrible things, yeah. like, they're connected on this level. So know. we see them rising out of, that's not water. That's ice. Yeah. The Star Destroyers. And those are Imperial Star Destroyers, not First Order Star Destroyers. So my thought is, is that giant iceberg is hiding like a whole fleet mm-hmm. of Star Destroyers that the Emperor has placed there. Um, and that's also established in uh, the Aftermath books, that they took a bunch of those Star Destroyers out there. What happened yeah. to them? So here's what I'm thinking about the whole setup of this film. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking that maybe I should just go to this now. Um, Snoke, the whole Snoke and First Order mm-hmm. were basically um, a, divi- a diversion in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, like basically, the Emperor's going to come back and let the First Order and um, Rebellion fight each other, mm-hmm. and then just kind of like pick up the pieces, like. This, this giant army coming in last minute to yeah. like be like, oh, well, we were here the whole time, and now since yeah. you both are wiped out, yeah. we're just going to slip right in. He allowed them to weaken their forces. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that – so there's a lot of theories about, like, well, how is the Stamper going to come back and everything? Um, and people are saying, let me like, kind of like a spirit force ghost kind of. Yeah. And one that I really like is that Snoke was actually just possessed by Palpatine the whole time. Mm-hmm. And you think, okay, why would Palpatine do that? Because Palpatine is trying to, like, if people knew Palpatine was out there, yeah. they'd be like, we got to hunt this guy down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like if Hitler was just, like, in the wilderness and, yeah. like, American forces would be like, or British forces, all forces would be like, we got to hunt this guy down. It's not yeah. over until he's done. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. Um, or, like, how we were trying to, like, get Bin Laden yeah. after 9-11. Yeah. Um, um, Whereas if there's just this random, like, Snoke guy, like, yeah. oh, yeah, he's kind yeah, of concerning. Just a random, random Richard Spencer running around. You're like, eh, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of concerning, but, you know, we're, I guess, you know, we'll keep an eye on it. But, yeah. you know, pay it no mind. So it kind of lets the Emperor, like, build up his forces. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll get into some more of that in the dialogue later. 
So then we see a big shot of a bunch of Rebel ships all together, including the ghost from Rebels is off to the side. Oh, not for Game of Thrones. No. Yeah, there's just a giant wolf like running through space. And then we also have some of the hammerheads as well from Rogue One. I love how over the top how many ships there are. Yeah, yeah. Apparently when uh, the... One of the, like, the ship people, the ship designers or whatever, they're like, okay, how many ships do you want in this shot? And J.J. Abrams just said yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Uh, then we see a big, more big fights over the water. Um, oh, the next we time. have, yeah, we yeah. have C-3PO getting work done by a tiny, it looks like a dozer from, uh, from Fraggle Rock. It looks like it was probably the same type of technology of... <laughs> How they made the little puppet. It's awesome. Uh, this scene. <laughs> yeah. Take one last look at my friend. Yeah. But, and a bunch of people were like, like oh, well, they, 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 well, they never established that 3PO is really a, really a friends of these three people. Oh, my God. Okay, Which, first off, like, a year's gone by. Yes. And they've already established, actually, in the comics that Poe and C-3PO went on missions together. Yes. But also, he's looking at... R two D two, like Poe asks him what he's doing, and he's like, yeah. "Hanging out with my friend R two. Yeah. Also, if you look, the uh, the bounty hunter, Carrie Russell's character, is off to the side there as well. So, yeah, we can surmise who she's so, allied with. So, do you think, like many people do, that basically they're trying to access his memory from the prequels? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, um, could be. It's the best way, I think, to bring all the trilogies together. Yeah. Um, because, like, the... Except R2 never got his mind wiped, so why don't they just grab R2's memory? I know. And it's weird because it's not like Palpatine was like, hey, 3PO, let me tell you about my secret plan, like, in the prequels. They're like, like pull him aside. Yeah, like, yeah, guess yeah. what I'm going to do if I die? I'm going to come yeah. back this way. Yeah, see, like, <laughs> 3PO was kind of blissfully unaware of yeah. anything that was going on. So, like, he didn't even pay much attention to what was going on in the battle between the Geonosians and the Jedi because he was so busy yeah. randomly shooting people before his head got blown off and then he just yeah. laid there. So, like, he wasn't... Like, he <laughs> doesn't know most in of In Revenge story. of the Sith, his, literally his only scene was, like, him talking to R2 and he's just like, well, he does seem a bit stressed lately. Like, yeah. talking about Anakin. Like, stressed? You have no idea what's going yeah. on. R2 is really, like, <clears throat> the one who carried... has, so, like, the complete knowledge. Yeah, so I don't understand really what they would need... Yeah, so I don't, I don't think that that's the case. But but I think it would be a nice touch to bring now, it together. we do see that in a previous trailer, <laughs> C-3PO's eyes go red, so maybe what they're doing is they're, like, setting up, like, activating kill mode. No, <laughs> no, I refuse to accept this. It's stupid. It's not like a laser gun's going to pop out of his hand. It's not like Iron Giant, where, like, <laughs> where, like the, <laughs> the bump in his head comes out, and then he becomes this kill machine. <laughs> I, well, I guess Anakin made him, so it's possible. But, yeah. but no, I, I would be very disappointed if that was the case. Um, also, I'd like to point out him saying, um, taking one last look at my friends. Mm. Maybe he's just saying they're not his friends anymore. And he doesn't like them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Poe's just going to be like, what? We're not your friends anymore? Like, no. no, no, I'm done. Yeah, I'm leaving. There's a cool shot of all the heroes like running down a hallway, shooting a bunch of a bunch of stormtroopers. I don't know where it is. I have no idea. It looks like it's some kind of ship. Yeah, but... some kind of ship. Oh, actually, well, because the scene later they're riding on horses. Uh, well, alien horses. Oh, yeah. They're probably riding like 
on on a star destroyer, and yeah, then they get right. into the yeah. star destroyer. Yeah, this actually does. So they're infiltrating like a first order star yeah. destroyer. Yeah. Um, and then we see, of course, Leia hugging Ray, which we've, it's the exact same. I don't, I don't think there's actually that much footage of her. No. Because they just keep showing me. I got to imagine footage. she's gone by the first act. Yeah. I got to yeah. imagine. Because they don't have anything. And I, I still have no idea how they're pulling this off. Yeah. Apparently she said dialogue that fits. So, yeah. great. But. And they worked around, you know, they, they took her dialogue and then they worked whole scenes. But yeah, it's got to be like, well, because like the first scene of the trailer is obviously like Ray like training. Which yeah. I can see why they're doing that because we don't really ever get to see Ray training. Yeah. Um, so it's got to be like maybe Leia being like, "Okay, like you're ready now." Yeah, yeah. And then sending her off on her adventure. Yeah. Uh, more stuff on this cool um, desert planet, which in the previous trailer we saw a really cool shot of like this giant bazaar, which I'm really excited to see that scene. Oh, like yeah. them wandering among like all the aliens and yeah. stuff. Like that scene made me more excited than anything else in that in that yeah. other trailer. Um, um, and it's not Jakku or Tatooine. It's, it's a, a planet called Pasana. It's a different desert, desert planet. Because again, planets yes. only have one typography. But if you think about it, we've got multiple desert planets in our own solar system. Like yeah. Mercury's pretty right. Desert-y. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> Mars. Yeah. So it just takes a planet yeah. orbiting at the right. Yeah. Uh, we see one of the new uh, Y wings yeah. blasting away. And then you see the, the cool horses. And by the way, this scene I love, I actually made it my cover photo. Yeah. Because um, the idea of the horses riding atop of the Star Destroyer is so classic um, the Star Wars theme of nature overcoming technology. Yeah. And so, you know, like you think about the Gungans or the Ewoks, you mm-hmm. know, overtaking that superior technology. And so seeing them riding horses on top yeah. of the stars, like, yeah. it's like so like perfectly in line with that. I love it so much. Yeah. But then you, but you've got both Imperial <clears throat> Star Destroyers and First Order Star Destroyers. So I'm wondering if Is it a three at some fight? point, yeah, that's what I'm wondering if at some point is basically the Emperor's like, it, okay, this is all mine now. And Kylo Ren's like, well, no, this is the first order. Kylo Ren's character right now, he's not going to take shit from the Emperor. No, he doesn't care about he, the Emperor. He no. cares about Darth Vader. Yeah, he, he's not going to be like, he didn't kill Snoke because he's like, I want to be ruled by another master. Yeah. He's going to be like, no, this is my galaxy. You're old. I'm done with the past. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> and then you see the throne room. Yeah. Which is a fantastic shot of Rey and... Uh, and uh, Kylo facing off against each other in the throne room. I don't know if they're going to fight each other there or if they have like some sort of, you know, discussion about, you know, maybe this emperor dude is really is a bad dude. Um, <laughs> and uh, then we see a, a shot of Ray and Kylo in a white chamber which looks an awful lot like Bespin. You know, this just occurred to me. The maybe the ship they're in or the room or whatever is all white. Mm-hmm. Um unlike the all black um throne room in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And Ray is wearing all white, unlike Luke wearing all black. Yeah. So it's like flipped yeah. again. Yeah. I just I don't know, nice touch I like. So there's this white there's a white <clears throat> hallway and that monument that Kylo had built that has Darth Vader's helmet on it. Mm-hmm. They're both slicing into it. Yeah. I, I feel like this is a vision, maybe? No, I think it's real. Yeah? Okay. I think it's real because um, 
so J.J. Abrams, or maybe it was Chris Terrio, his co-writer, um, said something in an interview where they're like, we want to combine the two ideas in Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Uh, Force Awakens was all about legacy and the past, and Last Jedi was all about, no, we don't want that. We're, we're, past, we're yeah. moving on to something new. And so they wanted to weave those two narratives as one mm-hmm. in this movie. Um, and so see, I think they're going to weave, like, we're done with this Vader, so we're uh, slicing up the statue. Yeah. Um, uh, which I'll touch on more later, too, about Kylo's arc and why yeah. that makes sense for him, um, even if it's just accidental by fighting. Yeah. And then we see a bunch of horses again. Yeah. And a ton more Star Destroyers. There's, like, dozens and dozens of Star Destroyers. I love how um, over the top it is again. Some B-Wings, which I'm excited for. It's the best one. Yeah. And then you have, like, what looks like, we just see the back of him, but the Emperor laughing as he's yeah. slowly moving towards. And he seems to be, like, connected, like, machinery on this, yeah. like, chair. Yeah, so maybe he's, some like, sort of, like, barely alive. Chair, yeah. Yeah. Carrying him towards the <clears> and laughing. And then she looks very serious and kind of glassy-eyed, holding her lightsaber. Do you think it's her seeing, like, Force Ghosts? Oh, maybe. There's been a lot of rumor that even Christensen's going to be back. And maybe not just him, but, like, Luke. Yeah. Wouldn't it be something to see the ghosts of Luke and Anakin together? Yeah. Like, just chatting? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Dad, what's going on? (laughs) And then both both of them being like, what the hell, Kylo? <laughs> <laughs> um, so in that final scenes, I wonder if um, I wonder if the Emperor. Here's what I really wonder: We see so many shots with Kylo without the helmet on, yeah, and very few with the helmet on. Mm-hmm. I wonder if like the spirit of the Emperor is like kind of goes into Kylo, maybe, mm, and like, like and like and then the helmet. That's actually like Emperor Kylo. Mm. It's not, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Probably not. Yeah. So that's the trailer. I'll go away now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now let's get into like further discussion about the movie and what we yeah. think. Real quick. Be it. Yeah. When she's seeing Force Goes. Yeah. I want to see the Emperor be like, I'm back to create my new empire. And then you see the force ghost of Obi-Wan be like, your new empire. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Our allegiance is to democracy. <laughs> so let's talk about the, the rise of Skywalker. Yes. <clears throat> so I created a theory. Okay. Um, and I literally constructed it just by looking at the dialogue in the films. Like all the other films? Yes. Okay. Uh, so the first scene in Force Awakens with Snoke, um, he's talking to Hux and Kylo. And he says, mm-hmm. the droid will soon be delivered to the Resistance, leading them to the last Jedi. If Skywalker returns, the Jedi will rise. And later he says, there's been an awakening. Have you felt it? He's named all three of the new trilogy Star Wars films in this one conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, yeah. the, leading uh, them to the last Jedi, the last, last Jedi. Jedi. And if Skywalker returns, a new Jedi will rise. So rise so of rise Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah. That's a bit, they're yeah. separate, but you get the idea. 
So it's like, what if Snoke has like really just been the narrator of the story the whole time? So what? He wasn't there at all. He was just, <laughs> Snoke is J.J. Abrams. <laughs> that's what they're gonna. That's who Snoke is. <laughs> um, so I wanted to look at some of the other dialogue that Snoke has said. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is curious, you know. Um, so he says in Last Jedi, "Darkness rises and light to meet it." I warned my young apprentice that as he grew stronger, his equal in the light would rise. Skywalker, I assumed wrongly. Uh, so there he put Rise and Skywalker right next to each other with the words. Yeah. Um, and so it now it begs the question of like, okay, so who is the light and who is the dark? Yeah. Who's the, what's the darkness rising? What's the light to meet it? Yeah. So obviously in the context of just this scene, he's saying, you know, Kylo Ren's this darkness and yeah. Ray here is this light that's rising to meet it. Yeah. Um, but now put it in the context of the Emperor's returning mm-hmm. in the final film. And of all of Star Wars. So this this rising of the darkness of the Emperor. Yeah. Um, and Luke even, like, foreshadows it because he's, he literally says um, the Republic allowed Darth Sidious to rise. Yeah. Um, so, so the Emperor is this uh, darkness rising. What is then the light that is rising to meet it? Mm-hmm. So what is Rise of Sky? So Rise of Skywalker is the rise of the light to meet this darkness. Yeah. What does that mean? Okay. So now we've got some options here. Um, I've seen a lot of speculation online, and it's kind of kind of down to four people yeah. of what Skywalker means in Rise of Skywalker. Luke, Rey, Kylo, or Anakin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we should rule out Luke, first off. Because he says, I believed it was Skywalker wrongly. Yes. Oh, so, yeah. There we go. See? And also, so well, then it can't be Anakin either, because Anakin's also Skywalker. Well, okay, <laughs> <laughs> but he was specifically talking about Luke, yeah, in yeah. that moment. And also, I want to point out if Snoke is in fact um, the uh, the spirit of the Emperor, yeah. like if he's possessed, that totally makes sense of why he's so afraid of Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he's like. No, we can't let the resistance get the droid because that's going to lead to Luke. We can't let that happen. Yeah. Like, Luke is going to F me up like he did last time. Like, like he did last time by laying on the ground and yes. crying. But, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> like Luke is the one who caused Vader to turn. He's like, we can't yeah. let – no, I'm afraid of Luke. Yeah. Like, he might lay on the ground again and weep openly. <laughs> and then people will help him, but they'll defeat me. And they'll keep saying, father, father, but his father's already dead. It's terrifying. <laughs> um <laughs> okay um, so Luke has already been the focus of three movie titles New Hope New Hope um, Return of the Jedi yeah and The Last Jedi yeah um, now I want to point out something this is kind of reinforces my criteria for um, developing my theory and looking mm-hmm. at the dialogue if you look at past dialogue you can see that Luke was the last Jedi before episode 8 even had a title the last of the Jedi, you will be. Yeah. Yeah. Yoda says to him, that to him in Return of the Jedi. And then in Force Awakens, literally in the opening crawl, um, it says Luke Skywalker, the last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Snoke calling Luke the last Jedi in his opening dialogue that we already covered. Yeah. And then, yeah. So those are three times. Um, before episode eight that Luke is referred to as the last Jedi. So it's like, could there be clues in the dialogue then that make it so that we can guess what Rise of Skywalker means? 
because um, this would be then his fourth yeah, I, movie. I don't think it's Luke, because it just seems like overkill to make it about Luke again. Yeah, especially um, when he's dead. Yeah. Um, so, um, da, 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 da. Luke is the last of the old Jedi Order. Yes. Right? And in Snoke's dialogue, he says, if Skywalker returns, the new Jedi will rise. The new mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. And so it kind of, it, it occurs to me, Rise of Skywalker is like the rise of the new Jedi. Yeah. Um, well, and interestingly, he says, if Skywalker returns, the new Jedi will arise. Well, Luke had shown up at the end of Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And the new Jedi didn't begin to try to rise for like 20 years. Yeah. So that that implies that if Snoke can foresee the future, like the mm-hmm. Emperor can, that he sees Luke's mere return as sparking off the rise of the emergence of new Jedi. Yeah. Without him needing to go, okay, let's get back in the swing of things. I need to go find a planet. I'm going to need to hire contractors to build a new Jedi temple. Like he, that it would actually so much meditation. Yeah. Okay. I need my spa day guys. Okay. (laughs) Um, so, um, since episode eight is all about transition, um, like Yoda literally says, we are what they grow beyond. Yeah. Um, it's talking about Yoda basically says, yeah, this iteration of the Jedi is over. Yeah. So then they're specifically talking about the new Jedi. Mm-hmm. So looking at the dialogue, then we have to assume the rise of Skywalker has something to do with the rise of new Jedi. Yeah. Possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we kind of turn to, okay, so it's not Luke. Luke's the old Jedi. Rey is the successor right now mm-hmm. to the Jedi. So is she literally Skywalker in the title Rise of Skywalker? Mm-hmm. So people say like, oh, she's like literally by blood a Skywalker. I still hate this. No, I don't no. think so. But the German translation of Rise of Skywalker um, actually is Rey is a Skywalker. <laughs> No, no, the, the Ray's ter- a Kenobi. Everything like the the way that ger- German is interesting because it doesn't allow for any type of nuance. Okay, so this title, like we're questioning, like what could Rise of Skywalker mean? Their translation is Rise of Skywalkers, plural. Okay, so they don't. Yeah, they don't allow for any ambiguity, which is why um, I have a friend who's German who won't read any fiction. In German, he reads it in English because English has it can be so much more descriptive and beautiful. Yeah. Whereas German for the, for years was used as like the language for medical textbooks and science because you can't stray from gotcha <laughs> precision. So um, the Germans are saying it's the rise of Skywalker's. Also, Vader is German for father. Yes, fun fact. Yeah, the more you know, it means dark father in Dutch. Darth is dark yeah. in Dutch. Oh, wait. No, maybe I was getting that confused. Maybe it was Dutch. That yeah, because... Sorry, no. Scratch that. It's not true. The more you don't know, the yeah. more you should do your research before recording a podcast. Yes. Cue the banner. Uh, okay, where were we? So, um, Skywalkers. 
Yes. Plural in yes. German. Yes. That implies to me that that is a title. Yes. So I don't think it makes sense that Ray's literally a Skywalker. Yeah. Um, because if I'm going to take Kylo's dialogue into account when he says, you, you come from nothing, you're nothing. Yeah. Um, which, great way to get a girl. Like, yeah. He's nagging her. Yeah. <laughs> but not to me. <laughs> You're human scum. Yeah. Uh, uh, so if I take that dialogue as like, as word, yeah. um, then I'm going to say that Ray is not a Skywalker and then therefore it's just a title that yeah. she is. So it's the rise of Skywalker's embodied yeah. by Ray, this new Jedi. Yeah. Um, so here's an analogy that I want to put forth. Um, think about how Christians follow Christ. Yeah. Um, uh, Christ translates from Greek as chosen one. Yes. And Anakin was the chosen one. Yes. And so if Skywalker is the chosen one and Christ is to Christians, then maybe the followers of the chosen one are Skywalker Ins. Yeah. So like that shot where the, like, the emperor is like coming towards her and then she's like got her lightsaber and her eyes are all glassy and stuff. Mm -hmm. You could to it could totally be this really cool scene where he's like, Skywalker is dead. And she's like, no, I am a Skywalker. And then like, yeah, the problem is you have to wonder if Disney has the guts to do that kind of like symbolism yeah. because you know, there are idiot people who be like, oh, she's literally a Skywalker. Yeah, you'd have to like fully like, explain. You'd have to be like, this is symbolism. Yeah. Like Ray Ray has to turn to the camera and be like, I just mean metaphorically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to do something like have other people be like, and I'm a Skywalker, and I'm a Skywalker. Yeah. But you don't have right. a bunch of other Jedi's unless like she's been doing that in the last couple years. You know? Yeah. What if what if the film just starts with her being like, I'm a Skywalker? Yeah. The new Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Or the opening crawl would just be, <laughs> pay attention to Ray's last words and last scene. It is yeah. a metaphor. <laughs> Cue movie. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Listen, idiots. This is art. Do we have to spoon feed you? <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, anyway, so if you think like, um, so here's how I see it. Ray has this bond with Kylo. Yeah. This empathetic bond. Okay. She knows that he's tortured. Yeah. Right? And if you look at history, Anakin was tortured. Yeah. And Luke was tortured. She literally had direct interactions with Luke being tortured as well. Yeah. Three Skywalkers yeah. who were tortured. Yeah. Um, I think kind of like in, in like respect of that being tortured. Yeah. Like finding a balance between like this, this could be what the balance, bringing balance to the force really is. Yeah. Um, Bring, uh, the balance between the light and dark within yourself. Mm. Um, because obviously the Jedi were too dogmatic yeah. in the prequels. Um, and then Luke's Jedi seemed to, well, first off, take forever to form. Yeah. Uh, secondly, uh, he, Luke himself, had this um, moment of weakness, which caused Kylo Ren to go off the rails. Mm. Um, so um, Luke himself did not... Yeah. Um, treat Kylo with the same kind of patience. Which, um, by the way, a little side tangent here. Somebody posted up a video I saw online that showed the shot where Luke suddenly realizes like what he's become when he chops off Vader's hand. Yeah. 
is the exact same shot, like same angle of Luke's head and everything, uh, as when he's holding his lightsaber and he realizes what he's done with Kylo. It's the same shot. Oh Ryan Johnson made it, the and they and it keeps switching back and forth between the two, That's showing it's the exact same shot, including brilliant. the green glowing on his face from oh his lightsaber. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Hey, because my favorite scene in all of Star Wars is Luke looking at his hand and being like, oh, I'm becoming... I thought you were going to say, well, Luke, about to murder Kylo. <laughs> My favorite thing. <laughs> right when they like, also, his face also, was angry. Also, second favorite scene, Anakin killing children. <laughs> <laughs> Master Skywalker. I love it. <laughs> what, if, what if in Rise of Skywalker, the Emperor's like, okay, Kylo Ren, do you really want to be dark? Here's these children over here. Kill them. It'll he's make like, you stronger. He's like, wait, he's like, what? What? Who would do that? Your grandfather did. Who? Oh, he's not my hero anymore. No, no, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Who would do that? Anakin's ghost. Like, uh, I don't know. That's yeah. that's real bad. Look around. Yeah, yeah. Who would do this? Come on, fess up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, where were we? So. <laughs> Okay, my point. My point was going to be, <clears throat> Luke uh, failed to kind of have mercy on yeah. um, Kylo Ren's, uh, or sorry, Ben Solo at that time. Yeah, uh, on Ben's uh, inner turmoil, just like how the Jedi didn't have mercy. Mm-hmm. And so, what if this new religion is all about um, mercy? Yeah. Uh, so the new Jedi religion is focused. Um, it's called Skywalker because it's it's in recognition of the the conflict and turmoil in everyone. Yeah. Um whereas the previous Jedi were just all about just being like, well just just don't be don't be sad. Well yeah. just just don't be angry. That that was their only answer to it. Yeah. Like just don't. Yeah. Just stop. <laughs> just why, stop it. Why are you having emotions yeah. like that? God. Jeez. Okay. Uh so uh that brings in then Kylo Ren. Yeah. Right? So we started this by talking about okay, who is Rise of Skywalker mean? Uh, mm-hmm. Not Luke. Um, it could be Ray in the in this new Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at the dialogue there. Um, so then Kylo Ren, um, Ray is making this new Jedi in honor of him. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of see it as Kylo Ren having this kind of maybe redemptive moment um, where he maybe sacrifices himself in some way, mm-hmm. um, which inspires Ray to create the Skywalker religion. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's here's the here's the trouble. Yeah, we don't see Kylo with Rey when the Emperor confronts her. No. So well, here's like, the thing. Actually, I really appreciate this trailer because uh, you don't you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. I went back and looked at the Revenge of the Sith trailer, mm-hmm. and they literally explain the entire plot. They're like 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 you see the Emperor say, "I'm appointing you to be my personal representative on the Jedi Council," and then the Jedi Council is like, "We're not a master." And then and like literally show like scene mm-hmm. by scene in order. Yeah, and then <laughs> no less. Show, and then it specifically shows Anakin evil and stuff. Yeah. Now here's the thing: the prequels they were the prequels, so we knew know. where it was going to go. We right. knew that this was Episode Three. The next one had already yeah. been filmed with him as Vader, so we knew that he had to turn evil. Well, yeah, but like but, you don't you don't have to know how, and like yeah. literally the trailer showed how. Yeah. So this you're, trailer, you're like, I'm putting you on the council. We don't make you master. You're like, oh, no. oh okay, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so you're saying like, you don't see Kylo Ren with Ray. Yeah. Um, what was your point there? Just that uh, 
that no, that maybe a Kylo head because he had sacrificed himself. And sacrificed yeah. himself before that scene. Yeah, you know. Yeah, possibly. Um, and then immediately Kylo's Force Ghost, <laughs> just Force Ghost for days. There's yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so here's 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 the the problem with that. Yeah, Kylo Ren made a clear choice in Last Jedi. Yeah, like no, I could be good. Yeah, I don't want to be. Yeah, I want to be bad. Yeah, um, and I, don't, I don't want to see that like changed. Yeah. So let's look at the dialogue then to see if we can reconcile to see where the movies are going mm-hmm. to see if his arc can actually end with some kind of redemption. Mm-hmm. So first in the opening dialogue with Kylo Ren mm-hmm. in force awakens, uh, Lauren Senteca says to him, you cannot deny the truth. That is your family. Mm-hmm. These are the first words spoken to Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. Um, if that is, the, and that seems to be the theme of this new trilogy, mm-hmm. because then you see uh, Snoke say to him in Last Jedi, "You have too much of your father's heart in you." Mm-hmm. Uh, that killing his father split his spirit to the bone, and then you see Luke um, after he tells Leia, "No one has ever really gone." He says, to "Kylo, strike me down in anger, and I'll always be with you, just like your father." Mm-hmm. There's just so much about him having killed his father. Mm-hmm. You can't de- just deny that he's your father. Like killing him is is his way of denying that mm-hmm. part of his legacy, the part of his history of who he is. Yeah, because he's, he's all about killing the past. Mm-hmm. And so there's all this dialogue saying you can't just ignore this. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can kind of start to see that I think in the the final one of the final shots of Last Jedi where Kylo Ren's holding Han's dice. Mm-hmm. And he looks all sullen and it disappears in his hand. And it's like, okay, maybe the gears are turning. Like, he can't just erase Han. Yeah. Um, so while I'm skeptical Kylo Ren could be redeemed in like a, hey, I'm a good guy now. Like, yeah. maybe there's something that has to do with him. Like, he just cannot deny um, his family anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... Um, Uh, it's exciting. Yeah. Sorry. I lost my place. So, um, Ray is going to make this new Jedi. Okay. Um, because of Kylo Ren's possible redemption. Yeah. So now there's one final piece to this. We talked about Anakin being another possible, um, rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Um, that's what that's referring to. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll skip over all that. So fun fact. Mm-hmm. There's only one Star Wars character that has ever been told to rise. Anakin. Anakin. Technically Vader. Mm-hmm. And it was twice by the Emperor. Yeah. In Revenge of the Sith, um, and I like double checked the scripts too for this. I just yeah. um, like control F and ball. Um, uh, the Emperor uh, asks him to rise right after he becomes Darth Vader yeah. in Revenge of the Sith, and then he asks him to rise in Return of the Jedi. Rise, my old friend. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's like a every third film. And so if literally the dialogue is saying there's only one character we've ever been told to rise, yeah. maybe Anakin has some kind of part in this. Yeah. Um, and I feel like he has to. Yeah. Because the Emperor being killed by Anakin was like the whole point of Anakin's redemption. Yeah. And if 
And, and it was just like, just kidding, the Emperor's back. Yeah. Like, that's not as redemptive because it's not saying that, like, the Emperor can't just use people, you know? Like, Anakin was a slave to him. Yeah. And so if, like, the Emperor just gets away with it and comes back, like, well, then what was Anakin killing him for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like in order to have the Emperor, you have to have Anakin. He's the, he is the, the, the yin to the yang, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, uh, if the Emperor is just, like, pure cold-hearted darkness yeah and anakin is pure like emotion like living life mm. um they've got to both be there mm-hmm. um so um in light of that dialogue and the anakin being connected to the emperor i feel like he has to come back in some way and so maybe he comes back as a as a force ghost that we've mm. talked about what um, if he comes back as a clone? No. And he comes back. No. And like. Stop talking. You see him like, you see like Kylo standing there. You're done. And you see like Anakin like sneaking up behind him. And then it cuts away to a different scene. And then later Kylo shows up and he's like wearing a mask and he starts like fighting alongside Rey. And she's like, wow, Kylo, I'm so glad you joined me and you're fighting alongside me. And he takes off his helmet and it's Anakin. And he like went up and shanked Kylo from behind. And stole his costume. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. You know, Disney <laughs> might do that over the whole cool metaphorical stuff. <laughs> so maybe you're right. <laughs> um, so another thing that I noticed that I think uh, reinforces this whole Anakin's presence being back mm-hmm. is... Um, Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah. It's, there's so much emphasis on it in mm-hmm. Force Awakens, in Last Jedi, and she's rebuilt it yeah. in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a theory that the Emperor um, is, you know, a Force spirit, and that it was attached to Vader's helmet. Mm-hmm. And there is actually um precedent for this in a recent uh vader comic mm-hmm. there was this like helmet that had an ancient sith lord oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um in it and it like the helmet like came to life mm-hmm. and like vader had to like fight it and it wasn't like sticking it itself on people's heads and stuff and then like taking control of their bodies suddenly like, yeah I, I didn't read it i just know about the theory yeah no. um so in that way like think of think about what that would mean if the emperor was like his essence was somehow living on in Darth Vader's helmet. Kylo Ren is literally talking to the helmet in Force Awakens, mm-hmm. like as if he's having a conversation with it. Yeah. What if the Emperor is the one like pulling these strings and yeah. being like, "You, you come to the dark," mm-hmm. and then, um, and actually on that note, the line in the trailer where he's like, "You're coming together," is your undoing. Mm-hmm. I think he's talking about Rey and Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. not like the rebellion. Yeah. Um, I think he's been pulling these strings to um, have Kylo and Ray kind of end up together in some way that causes something. Mm-hmm. Um, because here's the thing. I don't think he could be fooled the same way twice if he was, in fact, possessing Snoke. Yeah. Like, that scene with Snoke in the throne room um, is, the verbatim, the exact same as Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And so... But... <laughs> If Snoke isn't possessed by the Emperor, what if Snoke found out that the helmet, that like, yeah. also like the, the helmet, yes, but also 
that Kylo's helmet had an essence of the Emperor in it. And so when he's like, take off that helmet, it's actually more like, dude, we got to get that helmet off of his head so he <laughs> doesn't have, so he's not talking to the Emperor anymore. Yeah. And he's actually, like, doing it for, like, the, concern, the greater yeah. good. Like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> the, pro- the problem is, if Snoke isn't the Emperor, who is he? And why is he in this story? Yeah. It just feels too awkward. Yeah. Right? Like... Unless he's there, unless like the emperor needed him out of the way, and that's why the emperor waited so long. Yeah, I feel like because I think feel <laughs> like J.J. Abrams will try to clarify that. Yeah, but like so, like if you look at that scene I was talking about, the dialogue is like literally the same when um, Snoke and uh, uh, the emperor are talking. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like the emperor says, "Young Skywalker." Snoke says, "Young Ray." Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the emperor says, "Like, see for yourself." Like, get these people at the ships blowing up, mm. and then Snoke does it. Um, yeah. They both say the word, they call them fools, they both say to fill your destiny, etc. Like, it's it's all it's the, the same. same. Scene, yeah. yeah. So, what if that's all on purpose? What if the Emperor wanted the body of Snoke to, like, Well, and if, Snoke, if the Emperor did possess Snoke, what if the Emperor had, like, for years before Return of the Jedi been like practicing this scene like i know exactly how I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna tell him to, i'm gonna tell him to look at those starships i'm gonna call him a fool i'm gonna call him young and then so then like when it's time for him to like then yeah. like possess snow he's like listen it's an oldie yeah. but it's a goodie <laughs> i'm gonna use my old speeches i'm really hoping he's gonna tell me that something is a weak is a is my weakness so I can say your faith in your friends is yours because that was pretty good the first time and none of these other people are around to hear it so it works a second time they won't realize I'm just doing a replay of my previous act or the emperor is so devious uh-huh. that he orchestrates events like like he was fooled the first time right yeah. it's not like he'd be fooled again yeah. it's not like he didn't know Kylo was going to kill him yeah. So what if he actually was orchestrating these events to make it seem like they were getting rid of him yeah. or Snoke? Yeah. Um, but that was his plan all along. And how like emperor-ish is that? Or what if because later on pulling strings like that? What if later on that's just what he said? He's like, no, no, I totally wanted you to kill me. It was all part of my master plan. <laughs> Moving on. Um so, um, uh, basically, Vader helmet is yeah. kind of a continuing theme. Anakin's lightsaber is a continuing theme. And I think it's worthy to note that um, Rey is not seen using the Force until she touches Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah. And so I think the spirit of Anakin's living on kind of in the saber, maybe it's attached to the saber the same way the Emperor is attached to the helmet. Yeah. And somehow that'll play out. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe it'll have nothing to do with it. But I'm just saying, like, Anakin's presence or his spirit will have to return somehow yeah. so that... The Rise of Skywalker can also be him as well. Yeah. Um, so it can mean Rey uh, starting the new Skywalker religion inspired by an act of Kylo that maybe the Anakin also participated in. Yeah. And so it's this whole culmination of the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Um, so here's – there's kind of um, – one last thing I want to touch on is the movie titles. Yeah. Um, so – uh, revenge of the Sith, right? It can mean Anakin's revenge, mm-hmm. Palpatine's revenge, um, or the new Sith religion that's now coming back. 
um, with just them, without Mm. the Jedi. Uh, Return of the Jedi, it can mean Luke's return, Anakin's return uh, to the light, or the Jedi religion coming back. Mm -hmm. Um, But since we can't have the same return of the old Jedi, you have to have new Jedi. Mm -hmm. And so Rise of Skywalker is the new Skywalker religion led by Rey um, that lives on due to Kylo and Anakin. Mm-hmm. Um, each third film then is about religion. Yeah. Um, and the characters embodying that religion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one last touch that I think is kind of interesting would be like the first trilogy is the father, Anakin. Yeah. The second trilogy is the son, Luke. And then the third trilogy is the Holy spirit, which would be like some kind of spiritual, um, sacrifice or, like Kylo, literally, they said his spirit was um, his spirit was broken. Yeah. Um, uh, when he was talking about when he killed his father. Yeah. So I, I feel like there's like more spiritual stuff that might arise um, in some final arc, uh, the third act or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, mean, I just like the symbolism of it all. Yeah. But I overdose on symbolism. And yeah. I'm not a you do. dumb. Dumb uh, moviegoer who needs it spelled out for him. <laughs> Do you like my elitism? So, anyways, that was my theory following the dialogue. Maybe none of that will happen. I just was looking at literally the the quotes because I'm a yeah. quote, I'm a quote guy. Yeah, All right. you really are. I I can't stop with the quotes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, literally, uh, there's a guy at work who like he'll say a Star Wars quote, yeah. and then I have to complete the entire scene. Yeah, and he's like, "Wow, you really." Uh, <laughs> Said the whole thing there. Like, yeah, I can't. I can't not. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So should we hit some trivia now? Uh, yeah. We All should. Right. Let's do it. Uh, now time for some trivia. Going face to face. Going face to face. Head on, Dave and Mark, and show who's the king. Some say Mark can win, but some say he cannot be gay. He cannot be gay. Each one has a different strength that they bring. Six questions per person are asked about the mother loving Star Wars world. We love. So good luck to both of you. Show us what you can do. Oh, Gabe, I love you. But Mark, I love you too. I don't know. I don't know which one to root for. I don't know. I don't know which one to root for. I don't know. I don't know which one to root for. I don't know. I don't know which one. Uh-oh. All right. Okay, so I tried to look at the last podcast and see what our totals were. I. Yeah could not figure it out all we said was that mark was ahead by one yeah so for just scoring purposes let's just say you have one point and okay. i have zero and we'll just start afresh yes it's not really starting afresh because we're continuing because i think it was like yeah. 150 points yeah something like that. and like for the like next episode we'll just announce at the beginning of the yeah. trivia section who's up by how yeah. much so we'll see that i'm up by by side by none all right. because you'll be down all right you ready Ready. Which leader clicks the warning? If they find out what we're planning to build, we're doomed. Um, the 
the Geonosian guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think he just goes by the Geonosian guy because because they don't say his name. So I mean, they might in the in the other language, but his he, name. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's um, uh, Farquad. <laughs> Farquad. It's Poggle the Lesser. <laughs> Wait, I've, I've been stumped on this question. I know. Before. Not this exact question, but the but the character's name. Oh you never remember Poggle the Lesser. Ever. I remember now. I've been, if you'll go back and some of the past podcasts, I have <laughs> it's a question about Poggle the Lesser. I yeah. Know. Okay. Who underestimates the Jedi when noting their fire has gone out in the universe? Who underestimates the Jedi? Noting their fire has gone out in the universe? Yeah. What? Yeah. Underestimates the Jedi. Noting their fire. Uh huh. It's gone out. It's all that dead air. In the universe. I want to get a sand timer. It's offensive to air. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I think it's probably the scene of New Hope with, with the Grand Moff and Vader and it's Grand Moff Turducken? Are you kidding me? Grand Moff Tarkin? No, I said Turducken. Yeah, I know. It's not Grand Moff Tarkin. Oh, wait, it is Grand Moff Tarkin. It is Grand Moff Tarkin. You mean it's not I was great. like, I'm sitting there going, how does he not know? The and you didn't think it was Grandma Tarkin? No, I thought it was the else. other guy. That was, it was no. like, when he's like the old ancient no, no, Sith no. religion. Or no, no, no. Sith religion, but. It's later on yeah. when Vader's like, yeah, like are you right. sure that, God, I'm that, ashamed of myself. Yeah, are you sure Obi-Wan's here? He's like, I'm sure, but he's like, no, their fire's gonna I am this. ashamed of myself because I'm a yeah. quote guy and I yeah. can't believe I got that wrong. Who I, sees, I don't deserve to Who be. sees Obi-Wan's injured and suggests leave him or we'll never make it? Um, the, the Palpatine. Yes. Yeah. Which vessel transmits an older clearance code to approach Endor's forest moon? Shuttle Tidarian. It's the... Tidarium. That's what I said. You, that was an N there at the end. Uh, roll the tape. <laughs> All right. I got it. Who mentions that the pod racing on the planet Malastare is very fast, very dangerous? Very fast, very dangerous. I'm now going to put this kid in that scenario. <laughs> Qui-Gon Jinn. No, no. It's fine on Tatooine. It's just on Malastar. Oh, it just happens to be dangerous. Okay. Um, which sovereign wears elaborate makeup? Wait, wait, wait. wait. On Tatooine, like, literally every other pod racer dies. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, which sovereign wears elaborate makeup that includes a red scar of remembrance on the lower lip that represents a time of suffering in her land's history? Um... What's the first part of the question? Which who? Which sovereign wears sovereign elaborate makeup? The, it's the Queen of Nabu. Yes, the Queen of Nabu is exactly what it says. Yes. But no, that's why I said Well, that. no, I was expecting you to say, like, Queen Amidala, which right. I would have taken. Okay. But, well, I appreciate you. But actually, it's just, like, the yeah. Queen. The All Queen right. of Nabu. So I got four. So I'm at four, then. Yes. All right. I need you to get three wrong. No. Which rebel hero is rudely insulted by a protocol droid in Cloud City? C-3PO. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's your dad. 
No, rude. <laughs> the amount of times Mark and I say two dead to each other. Yeah. Uh, we must hate each other. Uh, who is trapped inside a web of ray shields when he marvels we're smarter than this? Uh, Obi-Wan says we're smarter than this. Yeah. Who is promoted to Admiral to replace the incompetent Admiral Ozzel? Uh, Admiral Piet. Yeah. Who is the first character seen in The Empire Strikes Back? The first character seen? Ooh. Ooh. So, do you count a probe droid as a character? His name was Dave. So does... <laughs> Dave the probe um, droid? Is that the next Star standalone film? You, the first one you see is Luke. Is it? Yes. Okay. It is, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I see him after he had his car accident. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is that, Luke? Uh, what color are the interior lights of the Sith infiltrator? They're red. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's red. <laughs> yeah. Which character's musical theme is heard briefly after Anakin Skywalker admits to slaughtering an entire village? Um, Sand Person Dave's theme. Um, Sand Shmi, Person Dave. Is it Shmi Skywalker's theme? It's Darth Vader's theme. Oh, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So you're at six. I'm at four. You're ahead by two. Because you had the one. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Up by two. It's okay. I'm just giving you a false sense of confidence so that... I got to be very best. I'm giving you a false sense of confidence so it hurts more when I win. No. Which I don't know I don't know when we call winning because yeah. we'll just do this podcast forever. <laughs> but anyways. At so, some point, we're going to get to the point where one of us is going to be so far ahead that we're, gonna, that we're just going to like... No. Like we got to end this. Well, if it's me, yeah. <coughs> but if I'm not the one far ahead, I'll never give up. That's true. So that's the return episode. Yes. Of Voice of the Rebellion. That's, that's, that's the, the name of the podcast. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm really hoping we're going to be able to record next week. Like the, the plan is to re- try to record every single week if possible. So hopefully we'll have another episode back soon. Mm-hmm. So be sure to go check out our Facebook page. We do lots of uh, dank memes over there. Yeah. We're the memeing meme. all the time. We're like deep in those meme mines. Um, and uh, the memes of Moria. Yeah. And oh we also do we we had done Sorta. only like one episode <laughs> of Minds of Moria, our Lord of the Rings podcast, and yeah. I would love to bring it back if we can figure out yeah. a way to we gotta, yeah. But uh, we do I do put up memes over over there as well. But some of them are like really obscure because I go into like Silmarillion stuff. Yeah, I didn't I don't understand how. Yeah, it's great. I'm like so, uh, yeah, that's it, and we will see you next time. See you next time.